a boy and a girl, and one day the girl notices that the boy is avoiding her and crossing to the other side of the street when she walks by, and she's really worried about it and wondering why he's acting this way. And then she realizes that uh, he's saying the same thing about her, and they're in love, and that's the end of the story. So um, it's called Smalachriyat from a young age, and I liked it because I like the way that the um, I like the chord sounds. Смалых лет мы рядом жили, по одним дорожкам шли. Смалых лет мы с ним дружили, смалых лет мы с ним дружили и учились и росли. А теперь со мною встречи он боится, как огня ходит мимо каждый вечер, еле смотрит на меня. Объясните, если можно, почему он стал такой? Мне и грустно и тревожно, мне и грустно и тревожно потеряла я покой. На меня он смотрит строго, и никак я не пойму, чем же этот не дотрога, чем же этот не дотрога, дорог сердцу моему. А недавно долетело до меня на стороне, что он тоже то и дело речь заводит обо мне. Мои тревожно, я не знаю, как мне быть. Совершенно невозможно, совершенно невозможно без него на свете жить. Wow, this is like I don't know. I feel like so drastically different from what you just did. <laughs> this is more like a toned down, toned down set. Um, okay, I guess I'll do a, an original. Um, does anyone ha- have any preference for what I do? Because I'm gonna do the. I guess I'll just do silent song. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, tomorrow uh, we're gonna play. Um, for the first time, I think I'm gonna be playing it with somebody else. So that'll be fun. It sounds really cool. Uh, so, oh my gosh, here's another Russian uh, kind of thing. Uh, I don't know if. <laughs> this is so cute. <laughs> um, so, in Russian folklore, mer- uh, mermaids are called Rusalki. And Rusaki can climb trees, um, and they they eat people. So in in the song, she's the siren Rusalka is sitting in a tree by a moonlit lake, and she sees her victim, and she sings to him. But um, the twist in the story is that she falls in love with her victims every time, and um, this time she hopes she won't. But we'll see. 
close to midnight and through the leaves up through the trees I'm looking down at you look through to me look you to me I'm out of mood I too I noticed you stopped taking photos because I look like I'm no, dying. No, no, no.
clicking would be loud. I didn't want to interrupt the song with the clicking. Okay. Don't worry, I got like this song. Thanks. Yeah. I actually wrote that on keyboard first. And really? Yeah. And then I transposed it on guitar because I couldn't carry a keyboard around. <laughs> it sounds better on guitar. How do you know? Because you played me this. Go ahead. Actually, <laughs> I actually don't know how to play it on keyboard. I did. I used a MIDI keyboard and I transposed it up to the key that I, I can't play piano. <laughs> so, yeah, clearly, you know, you know. Ah, uh, okay. Should I do one more? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Hmm. You were cut off of the new album. <laughs> oh yes. Should I do the um? The French one or the English one? I just have two. Oh, you can do both. Two? What do you mean? No, I don't I know. I know the French one, but you have several English ones. Uh, violets? Do violets. Violets? Uh, I don't remember any of my songs. I was going to request, I don't remember the name of the song. Maybe it's Violets, but the program that Tanky Pretty Play. Oh, yeah. I like that one. Let's do that one. That one's on the new one. Nice. Okay, so this is inspired by a book uh, called Pilgrimage. Have you read it? No, but it's, it's I, I just put it on hold at the library, which is why I was on that. Oh, okay, yeah. Stop advertising for the library. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this segment has been brought to you by the New York Public Library System. <laughs> Get your books, they're free. <laughs> you know, I what are the names of the lions in front of the New York Public Library? Oh, 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 Clarence Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> like, You're almost close. Courage. And kind of. Courage and like loyalty. Cowardly. Courage the cowardly dog. Uh, Liberty. Curtis. Freedom. Patience and fortitude. <laughs> I have patience and prudence.
So I never really get to explain, like, that book, that song is also inspired by, um, um, by Pinker, the Pilgrim at Tinker Creek, but also the last line is inspired by, um, that famous, uh, Bible verse from Matthew, uh, where it's like, I don't know if you, you've, uh, heard it, but it's, um, it's like, uh, do not worry for what tomorrow will bring, uh, like look at the birds they don't worry about uh what whether they're gonna have enough food or they don't worry about food god provides and look at the fields of wheat do you know what i'm talking about the fields of wheat uh they don't worry about what they shall wear and yet they have finer robes than king solomon and and they're like therefore do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will take care of itself so that's what the line about the birds uh live like the birds in the last optimism Yeah, yeah. I mean, the whole song is just about, like, I don't know, that that, that philosophy that er, this life is temporary, you know? So, Ladies and gentlemen, this message has been brought to you by The Bible, uh, <laughs> available at the library. This message is also brought to you by Inevitable Death. Right? <laughs> It's going to happen. The question is just when. <laughs> no, I don't need any redemption. I was fine. <laughs> Uh, we good? We're good. Yeah. Okay. Um, hi everybody. What's going on here? We're in the. Where where are we? Bushwick? <laughs> Bedsty? Bedsty. We don't know where Bed-Stuy. we are. We don't. We don't know where we Bed-Stuy. are. Thank you. Um, hi. I'm Brian Benelli. I am recording here in this nice house. I've been well fed and taken care of by my lovely uh, people here, John and uh, Steve, and. Uh, They both start with. Yeah, Noel and no Noel. <laughs> Noah. Noah and Noel. Okay, got it. Noel and Noel. <laughs> yes, that makes sense. Ah, uh, so I'm gonna uh, do my shtick. Um, this song goes out to a little man who was the last president to win a Nobel Peace Prize. Uh, does anyone know who that was here in the audience? Barack Obama, very good. Call in now. Call, yes, call him now. Uh, yeah, so here's a little number. A little number I wrote about Barack Obama. 
Actually, I wrote this in 2006 and arbitrarily put Barack Obama's name on it later because I felt it sounded nice. Um, so anyway, it's the secrets of the songwriting craft, people. Uh, so yeah. Yes, that's it. Whatever. Zeitgeist, yes. The mic isn't picking up anything they say, so I just sound like a crazy person talking, <laughs> responding to myself and just shouting out words. <laughs> uh, without further ado, here we are. <laughs> Barack Obama. Here we go. Oops. <laughs> just kidding. You don't have to clap. Anyway, thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, a little rusty. I've actually, I haven't been playing guitar. This is like the first time I've been playing guitar in months because I've injured my hands. And this is a foreign guitar to me. I'm not sure where it was actually made. Is this a Yamaha? No, because then, then literally would have been a foreign guitar. Anyway, um, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Um, yeah, see, that's why I thought it was appropriate. It wasn't quite, I was kind of joking with the arbitrary. And back then, when I was, that was going to be the last song on my album, the Barack Obama song. And I was like, oh, this is a nice closer, right? Yeah, that's a pleasant song. And nothing ever happened afterwards. Yes, yes. <laughs> we could just pretend it all ended uh, there. Um, let's see. Um, so we are, I think we could fit two people on this mic, though, right? Right? Because I have an idea. Um, can somebody... Somebody named Noel or Noah or Noel, can somebody tell me um, who is the only president to serve two non-consecutive terms? Oh, Grover Cleveland. Oh, Grover Cleveland. Well, why don't you come up here? <laughs> why don't you come up here, smartass? <laughs> here. Do you want to know a story about uh, Grover Cleveland? Have a seat. Cleveland? Have a seat. Do you want to know a story about Grover oh, Cleveland? Tell us. Tell, tell, tell us. Wait. Well, yeah. Well, well actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. That might be better if you wait. Um, so, uh... Uh, you obviously are the Grover Cleveland expert here. I don't know about that. Oh, uh, well, I, 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 I could read the room, and I think you are. Uh, maybe get a little closer to the mic. The, uh, just say something. Hi. Say something, Hello, I'm giving up on you. Anyway, um, 
So yeah, you don't need any visual aids or anything. You got you because what, what's going on is I'm going to play my Grover Cleveland song and you are going to sing about Grover Cleveland. I'm not gonna sing. No, I you can't are. Sing. Oh, you are. Don't worry, it's gonna happen. And um, I believe in you. We all believe in you, right? I don't believe in me. Uh, not well. I believe in myself well, in general, but this seems no, like it will. might be a bridge too yeah, far. You will. You will. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna play my Grover Cleveland song and you're gonna sing about him. Okay, let's go. Oh, before we go on, this is about his second term, so please only sing about things that happened during his second term. I, and no cheating. I want to make sure... <laughs> Here I we want, go! <laughs> I want to make sure I have the story right, but I couldn't find it, so I guess I'll just make it up. And we'll say it happened in his second term. So basically what happened is that <laughs> Grover Cleveland got sick. Um, and actually he had to get some sort of, I think, a tumor or something removed, and they didn't want anyone to know about it. Um, so they took him out on a boat, uh, out into the ocean. He was gone for weeks, uh, and uh, it escalated to the point where they tried different things, I mean, nothing was working. They tied him to the mast of the boat. <laughs> no, and they like, pulled him out, pulled out something. I heard about this on Lawfare, so I know it's true. Ben Wittes and his guest who told this story told me it was true. Or maybe it wasn't Ben. Maybe it was this presidential historian. Uh, he was okay. He was gone. He was gone for like almost a month, but like no one knew about it. And it was this whole thing because like the United States was technically without a president. So it's an interesting like case study in the effective removal of presidents. Or at least this was the theory that this guy was advancing. Yeah, he was tied to a mask and had like an operation done on him. I think it was something to do, I want to say, with like his head area, but I honestly can't be sure. Yeah, he wound up serving out his term. What? I don't know if he had a goiter. That maybe. Yeah, he had a goiter. Totally. I don't know what that is. I don't know the details of the story. None of it makes any goddamn sense, but then that's life. And on that note, so now um, what he said was true, actually. Uh -huh. um, Grover Cleveland had a tumor in his mouth. Uh, they found it out. They're like, shh, Joe, don't tell the vice president we're doing this. <laughs> so so, so they, they took a boat. Uh, I think it was like the Long Island Sound or something. And they're, they're just like, doo 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 And they, they took it out. And he lived uh, to marry his... Um, his young wife, who he had started taking care of when she was 12, because he's a creep. And that's the Grover Cleveland song. Thank you so much. A round of applause. Oh, well, I never say anything about him after this song. <laughs> but I, yeah, 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 I'm very impressed. Good job. And you can take your phone back. I threw it at John. Yeah. Um,